Today's episode is brought to you by the Savannah Vampire Novel Series. The Savannah Vampire Novel Series chronicles the rise and fall of the Savannah Coven, an ultimate resurrection of the once and future king of vampires. Adam has just finished up this trilogy by releasing Blood Thrasher, The Dead and the Damned. You can get all three books individually, or you can get the collected omnibus edition for your Kindle. You can go to Amazon.com and look for the books there, or you can just go to all the links at ValhallaBooks.com. Listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me, and this is the podcast that I do um, some of the time, all the time. Yeah, you know, fell into one of those uh, non-podcasting holes again. So it's it's been a a literal hot minute since I've done anything related to this podcast. Um, bunch of things, uh, just reasons why. Uh, that'll just briefly just get into you, uh, the, the listeners, because, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, hey, man, this popped up on my podcast notifications. I haven't heard from this dude in a fortnight. Speaking of fortnight, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, welcome back, folks. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, I think last time I was recording, I didn't even look up last time I was recording, um, uh, the last time I posted an episode, uh, but, uh, last time I was having some issues with my truck, uh, my truck shut down on me, uh, here we are almost, uh, uh probably almost, uh, quite almost a year later, I mean, probably like three quarters of a year, uh, finally got it back up and running, uh, won't bore you with that story, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was quite the, uh, quite the adventure so uh anyways yeah i'm back in my truck uh back in my regular podcasting studio with all of my all of my tings in my truck my cab i got a single cab so i got a lot of stuff in here car seats galore uh so it's beauty of having that that single cab and having youngins uh but anyways yeah so hey welcome back welcome back to me i'm glad to be back on the show <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jeez. thanks for having me, Josh. Uh, you're no problem, man. Um, so, anyways, let's see. Um, like I said, I didn't uh, look up when I did this episode or did the last episode for this podcast. Um, I have attempted several times to do um, episodes. Some of them recorded, some of them did not, um, which again has probably like led to the longer absence in podcasting than um, I probably should have allowed. Um, but you know, <clears throat> it just be like that sometimes. Uh, so basically, what happened is uh, I recorded a couple of episodes, and uh, I know for a few of them, I uh, recorded like all the way through, only for either something to happen and it not record, or it just didn't record, or it just said, "Hey, you know what? Screw you, buddy," and like app just closed on me. Um, so there was that, and then there's a couple of episodes that I did get recorded. Um, but it, they were just, they were just a little bit on that rougher side and I just never got around to posting them. I can't even tell you what they're about. To be honest with you, I don't even remember. It's been, like I said, it's been a minute. So anyways, well, we're going to jump back into this thing. We're going to get back into the podcasting, uh, world of the Savannah zombie series 
universe, whatever, whatever it is, this thing that I'm, I'm doing with my life. I don't really know. I think that's another thing too, is I've, I've had a lot of that, uh, you know, artists, uh, creators kind of get like this, uh, imposter syndrome going on where we feel like we're not really the thing that we're portraying to be. Um, and I haven't really felt like an author lately, uh, mostly because it's just been a struggle to write. Uh, been having, I wouldn't say it's a writer's block. I would just say it's like everything else in the world is like saying, uh, you're not going to do that right now. So, um, that kind of sucks. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at currently. So, um, but I want to get back on this podcast thing. I want to get back on the train and, uh, get this little, uh, get this little choo-choo out of the station. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, I've got a few episode ideas uh, already out of the gate, so I'm going to try not to mash those all into one episode today. Um, So, that way we can, you know, get some consistency with this podcast, you know. Uh, I'm not really sure if I want to continue to do it weekly or if I want to maybe bump it up to two times a week. Or if I just want to bump it up to daily for a while just to get the numbers back up because, you know, it's all about them numbers got to get them numbers rolling Mm. one thing that's not changed is me taking giant gulps of coffee into the microphone um so that's not going to change the jankiness of the podcast will not change so if you were worried about this getting you know polished save those worries for another day there's too much to worry about in in these in these trying times (laughs) than for you to worry about me getting professional with this podcast no Consistent, maybe. Professional, probably not. Uh, but you know, there is a level of uh, professionalism to uh, this podcast, which is why I didn't uh, upload those couple of episodes I did record in the meantime. Uh, if you do want to hear those, let me know. Uh, you can either let me know in the Anchor app. There's a way to leave uh, voicemails, voice messages for your uh, favorite podcast. You could do that, or you could just hit me up on you know, Instagram, uh, Savannah Zombie Novel there. Uh, I am on Twitter, and it's uh, collapsed, but I have zero followers, so if you want to help me out there, uh, you can go follow me on Twitter. I'm pretty sure it's just Savannah Zombie, or S-A-V Zombie, uh, which I always kind of get a kick out of hearing people uh, pronounce, uh, especially like on Xbox, because I also use that handle on there. It's pretty much my handle on almost everything that I do, just to try to keep it all on the same page. Um, so yeah, uh, Twitter is a hot mess right now, um, and uh, just interesting to watch it kind of all go down because it's not a uh, social media that I was super invested in. In fact, I just recently got back into it, and even saying that I got back into it, I'm not. I'm not really. I, may, I maybe use it once a week, you know. Um, and by use it, I mean I get on, uh, like a couple of tweets, I might say something, and then dip out. That's that's how I do it. Uh, just because of all of the, uh, I mean, it's it's funny because like Twitter is just such a negative place. Like uh, everybody gives like Reddit a hard time about being like this negative cesspool, of, you know, comments and and trolls and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, I would rather be on Reddit all day than be on Twitter for like 30 minutes. Holy moly. And, like, ever since Elon took over Twitter, it's like, 
this thing's going down quick and like everybody's all upset about it it's like nah man twitter needs to die like i'm 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 in that boat like twitter needs to die like it needs to go down it's like you're still holding on you need to let go like twitter was not not good not good yeah um, I remember really liking it when it first came out, but uh, that was also bred out of my hatred for Facebook. Um, I'm of the MySpace generation, so um, when Facebook came along and became the new big thing, I was, I wouldn't say a relatively early adopter. I think it started in 2009, um, maybe 2008, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've got wedding pictures on there, so it's probably around that time. Um, but yeah, I was still, man, I was just holding out for MySpace. I wanted MySpace to come back. I wanted my boy Tom to come back strong. And uh, we all know how that went. It didn't. He sold it and uh, made a lot of money. Good for him. Uh, but MySpace died and uh, Facebook took over as uh, the king champion of social medias, which was fine, I guess. Um, I, I just, I hated how... And I think that was kind of like the trend at this time too. Like everything became like very uniform. It's like all the same. And like, I like the personalization of MySpace. I like the jankiness of it. I like going to the to the HTML uh, websites to get you know wallpapers for my page. And I had a little music player on there that didn't even play it. So like the main one, like just played one song. I had one that played a playlist, dude. That was dope, my guy. I like that job. I want the personalization back. Um, so, but anyways, didn't like Facebook, jumped on Twitter, Twitter was cool for a little while, and then it became like all the other social medias, and driven by ad revenue and, and hatred, so, uh, I dipped out of there a long time ago, and I feel like I try to dip my toes back in every now and then, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, we'll see how long, we'll see how long it's gonna last with old Papa Elon at the, at the helm. So far, not looking good, guys. Not looking good from what I read from the headlines and uh, what I see on the TikToks. Oh, yeah, that's another place I'm at. I'm Savannah Zombie on TikTok. Uh, of course, that is S-A-B Zombie. Um, so uh, that is probably the social media that I get the most enjoyment out of. Um, and that is both watching videos and creating videos. It's just fun. I just, do you remember the good old days? Do you guys remember when social media was fun? Like when it first came out and it was just good times, right? Just the fun and the, I, I love the wild westness of, of the internet sometimes when something new comes along and it's untamed and there's just, just potential there. And then you get everybody in there and it starts messing things up and uh, yeah, so anyways. Uh, that's another place I'm at TikTok so if you want to drop me a message on there you want to stitch a video that I made you want to duet a video you want to just straight up tag me in a response there's so many ways that you can let me know if you want to hear those unaired episodes um, the lost episodes if I may <laughs> no they're not really lost they're on my phone so don't worry about that um, they're right there I just uh, yeah not gonna not gonna post them unless you the people want them because you know what democracy still a thing guys still a thing um i don't i don't know where that's going anyways but uh so yeah like i said lots of stuff happening uh i'm gonna be up front this episode 
might be kind of a downer. I don't know. Just a cup. Just a few sad things. Just a few sad things in the in the geeky nerdy world have have happened recently. Um, so those are so those are some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, but the main the main crux of this episode, we're going to be talking about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, it's been a couple weeks now since this came out, uh, so I'll start off with non-spoilers in case for some reason you haven't seen it yet. Then we'll dump down into the spoilers. Uh, of course, you know this isn't I'm, this is never really a uh, complete breakdown or full review uh, as far as what I do here on this podcast. It's just you know some cool things that I thought and some stuff that I liked. Try to keep it positive here. Um, try to keep the, uh, the, the, the negativity away from, uh, from, uh, from this podcast. Cause I just, this, I just want this to be a chill place for us to hang out, you know, just a cool place for cool guys and girls just to be, you know, ourselves. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So, uh, sad things. All right. So last weekend, um, we uh, had the the passing of, of a giant in in, uh, in in all of nerddom and geekdom, the voice of the, uh, the many of what we all in my generation correctly assume to be the voice of Batman. Uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, he passed away. Uh, of course, he started with uh, an, the animated series um, Batman back in the 90s and has uh, lent his voice to uh, Batman throughout the years for many different projects, um, some of which including the Arkham games, uh, which are uh, very well loved by many Batman fans. Um, uh, I think he even portrayed a live-action Bruce Wayne in the Titans series, I think it was. Don't quote me on that. I don't know that for sure, but I feel like that's a thing. I feel like he I feel like he played him in live action. I think, yeah, um, which is really cool. But um, yeah, like I said, uh, a, a lot of what you know, my generation, kind of the uh, elder millennials, um, somewhat, uh, even just regular millennials. Um, is that is that what they're called, regular? <laughs> I mean, there's elder millennials, and then there's just regular millennials. <laughs> you guys are just regulars. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we we really uh, Kevin Conroy is kind of like a, what a lot of us think of when we first think of Batman, just because that's the Batman that we grew up with. Um, like for me, for example, when the uh, Michael Keaton Batman movies came out, I was just a little on the younger side, so I didn't quite see those, like, when they were first out, like, first big. Uh, I remember not being able to see, like, Batman Returns for a while, just because my mother deemed it a little on the scary side, and I had a real sensitive soul as a child, so, you know, she probably knew better than I did, but still. I uh, didn't get to see Batman Returns for a little while. So, like, really my first, like, live-action Batman experience was probably Batman Forever, which a lot of people are probably like, ooh, that was your first? And I'm like, hey, you know what? Not all of our firsts can be great, all right? <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah. And then I remember liking Batman Forever. And even Batman and Robin, like, as goofy as it was uh, at the time, like, still enjoyed that as a kid. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Conroy is kind of what uh, I think of when it comes to Batman, just because that Batman animated series is, number one, so good, 
Oh my goodness! I started rewatching it the other day with uh, with my with my girls who are seven and three. So we watched like the first few episodes, and of course, like the first two are like uh, like with Catwoman. So like they're super invested in that. They know who Catwoman is uh, because they watch all like the DC superhero girl stuff. Um, so there, it was funny because like they were more familiar with Catwoman than they were Batman. So like I was explaining like you know how he's he's Bruce Wayne, but he's also Batman. But people don't know that. And then you know Selena Kyle's also Catwoman, and people don't know that. And Catwoman loves Batman, but or she really likes Batman, and but she doesn't really care for Bruce Wayne as much, which is just funny. Um, so but yeah. The show is so good. So if you haven't rewatched it recently, um, it, it still holds up. Uh, it's on HBO Max with all the other DC stuff. So go enjoy that. Um, remember uh, Kevin Conroy? I uh, saw a really sad uh, comic uh, recently in like this past week too. I don't know if it was just made for for this or if it was like actually in a comic book. It was a Batman uh, comic and uh, it's just like a one page deal, but. Um, He's meeting professioner, uh, professioner, Commissioner Gordon on the rooftop like he does in the shadows, and um, uh, Gordon says something about like uh, I don't know it's been a hard week for you or something like that or something I don't know, um, and like Batman takes like a little piece of note paper out of his uh, his bat buckle, which is exactly one of the things you would expect him to have in the bat buckle, um, and writes like a little a little note says sorry I lost my voice. Um, be back up and running soon and uh then it cuts to like uh instead of the bat signal in the sky it's like a picture of like kevin conroy on the bat signal and it's just kind of sad you know um so uh of course like you know uh like i said black panther came out uh last weekend too as well like early yeah so like it kind of was like a double hitter last weekend um between Black Panther, which we'll get into the, the sadness of that, um, and then Kevin Conroy passing, and um, then uh, found out yesterday that uh, Jason David Frank, the uh, the OG Green Ranger, White Ranger, Red Zero Ranger, Red Turbo Ranger, uh, gosh man, he's been so many, so many Rangers, dude, like he is like, like everybody wanted to be him when we were kids when we were my my age man is, is, is everybody was like all about the red ranger and tommy but as soon as no not tommy, excuse me, jason got the they have yeah um same name one's real one's not a real name um everybody wanted to be the red ranger jason and then tommy came on the scene and goodbye jason hello tommy uh, yeah, so he, he passed away, uh, looks like from some, some sad circumstances, um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, he's really active on, uh, on social media, so, like, uh, uh, you know, I know I follow him on Instagram, and he's all about hitting the cons and stuff. He was in Savannah recently, um, and I think he had to reschedule, I think, due to COVID, I think, one time, and I was, me and a buddy from work, we were fixing to go to that one. Um, and then, uh, we did it because of the reschedule and, uh, just combination of weren't able to make it to the second one and just, just didn't, didn't make it. Um, so we didn't get to see him, but that's, that kind of sucks that he was here and I had the chance to meet him, but, uh, he's, he's gone now. So, um, I hope he gets the, the, the rest that he was looking for. I know, um, 
he has led a complicated life. Um, I know he dealt with uh, some depression there, had some, some personal things going on in his life at the end. Um, but I also know that at one point he did claim to um, claim to did claim to be a, a Jesus follower, um, and uh, so I hope that he he found that rest in in his final moments. Um, so yeah, like I said, kind of a, kind of a downer episode to start off with, but uh, we'll try to try to look at the light, uh, which is what I've been trying to do lately. Uh, uh, just kind of some dark stuff happening uh just trying to focus on the the good things and the good times that you've had with people um so yeah just like i said like kevin conroy passed away so like my immediate response was to all right let's uh let's share this with my girls you know let's share this with my kids with 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 the next generation and um you know share that little piece of my childhood with them which is what i like to do with a lot of things which is you know why I share the things that I share with them it's you know not just to get them like indoctrinated in Star Wars and in Marvel and superheroes and stuff like that and you know um, it's because I want to share with my kids the things that I enjoyed as a kid Um, and then you know same way like I want them to enjoy the things that they enjoy right now as kids and I want them to be able to share that with me even though I don't always fully understand it Um, but you know I'm sure there was plenty of times when I had an adult's ear and just talked to them about, you know, like Pokemon or something like that. And just, they had no idea what I was talking about. I get it now. I get it now as an adult, but I'm like, I also try to like not be the adult. Like, all right, get out of here, kid. I don't care about your, your Pokemans. Like I want to be like, yo, yeah. And, uh, more often than not, I can, uh, I can kind of still hold that conversation or at least understand, um, like, you know, stuff that they're talking about. Like, I don't know all of the girls' names in Lego Friends, but, you know, I've played with Legos. I know how Legos work. So, uh, yeah, there's some, some commonality there, which is what I try to find in uh, a lot of things um, in my life. I try to find that commonality so we can find a, a, a common ground to stand on. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, so passing of Kevin Conroy and Jason David Frank. Uh, two big, two big 90s, man, two big 90s characters there. Just uh, gone too soon. Uh, I know Kevin Conroy, I think, was in his early 60s, and Jason David Frank, I, I want to say he was 49, which, man, just uh, at the same time is, is sad because there's still a good bit of life there, and um, it just seems, it seems so young at the same time, but it also makes me feel old. It's like, man, Tommy was 49? God dang, dude, I'm old. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but yeah, and so let's, uh, let's jump into some lighter fare, uh, Black Panther, <laughs> Wakanda Forever, oh my goodness, this movie, y'all, uh, finishing out phase four of the MCU, um, and, uh, wow, I mean, I just gotta say, wow, so, like I said, it came out uh, a couple weeks ago now, um, at the point of me recording this, um, episode, uh, it is uh, pretty good, guys. I enjoyed it, uh, but I will say that I have been enjoying um, pretty much everything recently. Because, um, like I said, I've I've been just trying to see like the good and stuff, and just not really be bothered by the bad. Like you know, like there's there's no such thing as a perfect show unless you're talking about Andor, because that is amazing. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, <laughs> 
but uh yeah so like all of the marvel shows like lately uh like i said like i've been on reddit and like i could see where reddit gets like the uh the negativity from and like where it's like troll center but uh it's really it's really i don't know man there's a lot of people that are like y'all are just being like just like the stuff that you like and don't like the stuff that you like so there's a lot of that stuff out there too uh which is where i fall i'm like you know what different people like different stuff let them like it i don't i don't like when christmas music starts on november 1st i hate it it's wait until thanksgiving bro i mean at the and i've softened up on that stance before i was like do not even mention the word christmas to me before before thanksgiving you shall not bring that merriment into the festival of feasts which is not what thanksgiving is but anyways um yeah so like that's my thing uh but like recently i'm like all right so like i let my wife uh like they're out of school today today is monday uh it is the week of thanksgiving um and i've i have softened up all right you guys can decorate this week of thanksgiving I would be fine hearing Christmas music this week, but November 1st, uh, dude, it was just Halloween yesterday, and a part of that is, I just love fall, I just love it, guys, it's the best, it gets kind of cool out, you gotta throw some jackets on, dude, we're not gonna wear layers, dude, my my wardrobe is set up for layers, I'm not set up for a t-shirt, and my body, my body style is not, is not comforting when I wear a t-shirt and shorts, it just doesn't look good. It looks very Winnie the Pooh, okay? And I'm not about that. I don't like I don't like the Winnie the Pooh look for myself. Well, Josh, you could exercise. I could. I'm not gonna. Uh, Black Panther. Anyways, so went and saw it. Uh, I took a couple of days off uh, last week. Um, well, I guess the prior week. Um, so uh, I was off that Friday, and um, I had my three-year-old the day before and pretty much had my both of my girls um all morning and a little bit into the afternoon there because uh, my wife had some stuff that she had to do so when she got home she was like hey i don't mind if you like need to get out of the house for a little bit that's fine i'm like well that new black panther came out and she was like well go see it i'm like say less and like immediately i don't even think i checked movie times i like just dipped <laughs> i was like all right 335 showing time it's 340 i can make it <laughs> and funny enough i did get there bought my tickets concessions uh made it back into the theater and the, the like the trailers weren't even showing yet like the little not even the trailers i don't even think like the like the little things before the trailers were even showing yet so they were i guess running behind on schedule but that worked out for me so anyways saw black panther uh really good um the biggest thing that i was i don't want to say worried about but i guess, i don't even want to say concerned but like the thing that i wanted to know the most was like how do they handle the uh the death of chadwick boseman because he of course um recently has uh passed away from a uh fight with cancer which not many people uh knew about so it was very sudden uh very uh you know kind of took a lot of people by by surprise and um it uh yeah so that was kind of the big question how are they going to go forward without the black panther um and they kind of did it how i was kind of expecting them to do it they used the real life circumstances of a disease um that was not known about that he kept to himself for reasons i don't think they really go into it too deep into the movie but basically uh 
and I don't think this is really spoiler territory. I mean, everybody knew that he wasn't going to be in it. Uh, so, uh, basically, kind of how this story starts off with is uh, Shuri is uh, attempting to find the cure. Um, of course, she is having... Uh, it's not even so much trying to find a cure. as She is trying to recreate the uh, heart-shaped herb that Killmonger uh, destroyed in the first Black Panther movie. Um, so she is uh, failing at attempts to synthesize the, the heart-shaped herb in order to uh, heal um, T'Challa. And he ends up passing. And so the movie uh, literally starts out with a funeral, um, which, uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys, got me a little teary-eyed. It was a very emotional start to the movie. Um, there's a couple of times that it was just, it was just, yeah. I think just with the real-life circumstances, I mean, this was... In essence, like the funeral for for Chadwick Boseman, for a lot of us, like this is this was the grieving process. Um, so yeah, it was uh, a very emotional movie, uh, but at the same time, still a Marvel movie. They did a great job of balancing the weight and, and then carrying that legacy uh, of, of Chadwick. Plus, you know, keep still keeping it a a, a fun Marvel movie with. With, with jokes and humor and, you know, all of that while dealing with the grief, which of course is like the big theme of this movie. And now that we kind of have phase four all together, uh, dealing with grief is pretty much the big theme of uh, phase four. Dealing with grief and loss and the aftermaths of uh, the snap and endgame. Uh, so, yeah. Um introduces uh, of course some new characters we get uh riri williams williams is it williams Ironheart, um and i'm pretty sure it's riri i've heard people pronounce it riri 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 or riri i don't know riri sounds better to me um i could i, I could 100 100 be wrong on that um but it just i don't know it sounds more appealing to the ear <laughs> um so, a bunch of returning uh, favorites. We got Okoye, Okoye back. Uh, we got Nakia back. Uh, we found out where she was, which, of course, led to a big old twisty twist, McTwisty. Um, so, uh, yeah, and of course, of course, we got Namor. Yay, Namor, the Submariner. But it's not the Namor that you probably know from the comic books. It's not uh, the 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 skinny white guy with the with the um, widow's peak and wings on his feet and he talks to the fishes you know it's not it's not like it's not basically aquaman which i come to find out submariner came out before aquaman pretty decent amount dc what you doing over there i love all the like oh dc did it first oh marvel did it first and then you find out like oh actually no they they didn't they were not even close to doing it first which is just fun um so uh, yeah um namor which they've kind of given a rehaul which is good i like it i like where they're going with it um basically have pulled from uh, Mesoamerican, uh, Aztec, Mayan uh, uh, kind of culture, and uh, given this underwater world of Tukulakan, um, 
this uh, this Latino flavor, and I'm down for it, man. You guys know how I feel about Star Wars and the space Latinos. I'm there for it. I'm also there for the underwater Latinos in Marvel. Let's go, man. Uh, so, super cool. Uh, of course, like, it's never like... I've been rewatching the original uh, Black Panther, um, and you know they they kind of come ho- uh, off a little heavy on some of like the colonizer stuff and all that, which I get, fine. Um, and uh, there's some of that with uh, with Namor and his people, um, but uh, it's not. I don't think it's quite as heavy-handed, but it's still there. It's still present, and I can see how that could rub some people wrong. But at the same time, it's like, I mean. It's, it's coming from a legitimate place in, in history, so, like, we can't shy away from that. Um, and I'm glad that they're using, uh, like, fictional aspects to kind of bring those things into light. Like, I know sometimes when it's done wrong, it feels heavy-handed and you feel like you're being taught. But, like, with Black Panther and then, of course, Wakanda Forever, like, I don't ever really feel that way. Um, another big thing is uh, the majority of this cast ends up being women... Um, you know, with T'Challa passing and the Shuri, uh, Shuri kind of kind of picking up the mantle to go forward with this movie, um, she kind of becomes like the POV character. Um, and of course, you got the Queen Mother, we got Akoya, we got Nakia, a lot of you know really strong females. But never once in this movie did I feel like like that scene in Endgame where all the women suit up and they're walking towards the screen and it's supposed to be empowering. Like, that's not empowering. Seeing these women deal with ruling this country and uh, trying to make things right after losing a son, after losing a brother, after losing a loved one, um, after losing their king, um, that is that is where we see like real women empowerment when there is a power vacuum and the women are the ones that step up to lead which I don't know if you guys know this this happens all the time men are weak and they lose power and they do something stupid and then women have to step up and like be leaders and then then a man comes along and retakes over leadership and they're like oh get out of here women like <laughs> it cycles if you just if you pay attention it happens all the time so um I never really felt like that when I was watching Black Panther um I was talking to a co-worker and he hadn't seen the movie yet he said that he had heard that uh and that it was his concern I was like dude that's it's not even like that it's just the women happen to be the main characters yes there are men characters as well um of course you know Namor is the main antagonist um I would I would also say that he's not so much a villain he is an antagonist which is a lot more true to uh Namor's character in the comic books he is a lot more of a um antagonist most of the time than a straight-up villain I mean he has been a straight-up villain in parts of uh comic books but uh yeah, a lot of times he ends up being just, just kind of being a, a, a dick, you know, <laughs> like, um, so he, he isn't quite like that in, um, in this movie, but he, he plays that role very well, um, and, uh, really, really enjoyed that take on Namor, uh, so, again, a really good movie, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I'm gonna break off and start doing spoilers, um, I'm almost here to work, so this will be recorded after work. Hopefully, <laughs> work doesn't beat the out of me today. And um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm good to go for the rest of the episode. So, all right. If you guys haven't, uh, haven't already uh, subscribed or, or followed this podcast on your podcasting app of choice, I really, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get back into it. I'm putting it out there in the world. Uh, I'm doing it. So, uh, yeah. Go ahead and follow. We'll, uh, we'll see what's going on next. Um, and if you're ready for spoilers. Uh, I will see you in a couple minutes after this ad. Thanks for listening to this ad. So um, I'm just going to say something real quick before I jump into it. Um, uh, I recorded this ad for Anchor. Um, it is basically just, just an ad for them. Um, it was kind of uh, offered to me in the very beginning, uh, I guess, when ads first started on Anchor. Um, so I don't know if it's still available or not, but... I have made uh, roughly about like $21, $22 in the two years of off and on podcasting that I've done. Um, so again, not crazy money, but when I look at the amount of listens that I have and then that amount of money, like that's a pretty decent amount. Like I'm not like, I'm not pulling huge numbers here, guys, probably because of my consistency in releasing podcast episodes, but like it's not anything crazy but I'm actually able to make a little money off the side with this podcast which of course I haven't used yet because it's just sitting in my little (laughs) my little anchor bank that I got um I haven't cashed out on yet um but uh it's it's cool you know so like if you have like a favorite podcast um that's like small and like has like you know a very small uh listenership and all that you know make sure you listen to their ads or subscribe to them if they have a subscription model like that little bit man that helps uh so if you got it and you got it in your heart in your in your, or should i say in your wallet uh to support a creator support a creator you guys always know you can support me the most by buying my books um so uh, i appreciate that um and without further ado this pre-recorded ad for your listening pleasure Welcome back to the Savannah Zombie Podcast. Yes, I just missed the actual point where I'm supposed to hit the microphone, but why did I tell you that? I don't know, because it's the end of the day. Like I said, hey, thanks for listening to the ads. Um, I really appreciate that. It, uh, it's helpful. Appreciate that. Uh, like I said, yeah, let's see how I feel at the end of the day. Well, uh, it's the end of the day, and I feel pretty goddamn tired. So you know what that means. Goofy Joshua, oh yeah, it's everybody's favorite character on the show. It's me, but being silly, is this dude backing up? Hey, buddy, I'm I'm behind you, man. Semi trailer in front of me, and he was slowly just creeping back and like, hey, <laughs> I'm back here, you know. Um, so, anyways, yeah, the uh, this music, it's it's for me. It's more for me, just to get me back into the uh, zone of uh the podcast world aka this episode yeah so uh first half of this episode pretty bleak so um kind of a downer uh kind of a a bummer if you will uh so yeah so let's try let's try to let's boost up the mood you know let's get the vibe going guys um so anyways i'm on my way home from work let's talk a black panther 
Wakanda Forever. Um, spoilers, all the spoilers. Everything's been spoiled. If you if you haven't seen the movie, this is literally your your little literally lizard lizardly. This is lizardly. No, literally your last chance to get off this podcast. Um, if you keep listening and I spoil something for you, that's on you. Okay, that's not on me. That's on you. All right. So, Black Panther. Uh, Cats Out of the Bag. That's not the name of the movie. It should have been. (laughs) What a power move, right? (laughs) Black Panther, the cat's out of the bag. Ending phase four of the MC. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, the the big thing here... um, is uh, who's the Black Panther gonna be? Who's it gonna be? Even though they kind of, sorta gave it away in the marketing materials, you know, they uh, they showed a very uh, a wiry, uh, a, a thinner-looking uh, Black Panther in the Black Panther suit. Um, so, all right, out the window is Mbaku, because you know your boys got them uh, big, thick gorilla thighs. And, um, you know, that's, um, that's no hate in that man. The man's solid. The man is built like, like, a, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, can, can I, can I, I don't, I'm not going to say it. We're just going to back that up. Uh, yeah, so he's a big dude, right? He's big, strong dude. And, uh, very clearly not him in the Black Panther, uh, outfit. Um, some other guesses were Okoyo, uh, Okoye, is it Koye? Koye? I think it's Okoye. Yeah. Um, Nakia, uh, even the Queen Mother herself, I heard that a couple times, uh, you know, possibly resurrecting Killmonger to come back, um, but nope, it was the obvious choice, it was Shuri, uh, it ended up being Shuri all along, she didn't want it, she did the thing where she's like, I don't want to be a hero, um, but they end up being the hero, you know, that thing, uh, which is always fun, always fun when somebody doesn't want to be the hero, and then they got to be the hero, you know what I'm talking about, Spider-Man, uh, so, yeah, which, just, I want to give Letitia Wright just a huge shout out, like, she freaking came to this movie, and she brought her A-game, I don't even know if that's her A-game, but, like, if that's not, better watch out, boy, because, like, she owned this movie, dude. She was so good. And the, the arc that they had for Sherry in this, uh, going from, you know, she wasn't the one responsible for T'Challa's death, but she held herself responsible um, just because she couldn't use the technology that she had become so accustomed to relying on and always being there for her. Um, she couldn't use that to recreate the... A heart-shaped herb for T'Challa and heal him from his uh, his disease. Uh, so she kind of held herself responsible. Um, so this movie was a big arc for her, um, basically, uh, kind of taking taking on the mantle of Black Panther. Uh, very cool, very cool how they did it. Um, I never felt uh, like I said earlier. Um, it never really felt like overhanded, um, you know, like women empowerment. Yeah, women are better than men. I don't know why I use the manly voice for that. I, I don't, I don't know. That's, uh, I don't know. That, that, that probably says something about me, I guess. You know, uh, but yeah, it just uh, like it never really felt like that. It felt like a, a sister who lost her brother. Um, she 
doesn't want to pick up the mantle of the Black Panther. She doesn't want anything to do with like the traditions and customs. You know, she's a she's a woman of of tomorrow. She's you know about technology and science and and learned learnedness. Um, so she's not about putting on the cat suit, bringing out the claws. Which, yeah, that's pretty much what the Black Panther is. Uh, um, so yeah, but uh, just her story arc going from from that to like she ends up figuring out the hard shaped herb uh, by hanging out with her boy Namor, who uh, I just love that he's not like a straight up villain in this movie. He's just an antagonist. Uh, we had find out that uh, they also have vibranium uh, underwater deposit there, so she's able to use. The vibranium that they have uh, through Namor's mother's necklace, bracelet, jewelry, and um, able to recreate the heart-shaped herb uh, synthetically, um, and then they planted it. So, like, I don't know. Does that does that become natural heart-shaped herb? Like, how does that work? You know, nobody explained that science to me. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, it, man, I just really like. I had a good time seeing this movie, even though like I cried and stuff, and it was wan, sad, and I'm, you know, just sad around the whole like Chadwick Boseman thing. And but it, it just movie-going experience, top-notch. Really enjoyed it. Good stuff. Um, Namor, like I said, uh, super glad for his inclusion in the uh, movies and the MCU now. Glad they changed him up and they kind of gave him a new backstory, which is cool. Makes him separate from Aquaman that DC's got going on now, which was kind of one of the big concerns. Um, so it's good to see that they're kind of going a different way with a very similar character. Let me, we, I think we can say that Aquaman, Namor can be very similar characters, especially comic book. That uh, I cannot speak at the end of the day, comic book version. Um, so there's that. Uh, really good. Uh, can uh, Angela Bassett, dude? Can I just like? Can I just brag on my girl for a second, dude? She like, as the queen mother, dude. Like. Holy moly, dude, she like rocked the house on that little like Senate thing. And she's like owning all of those French people and those United States boys. Like, what? It just was uh, just really top notch uh, performances from everybody around. Uh, and uh, you could really tell that everybody's heart and, and soul went into this movie. Trying to make it the best, uh, trying to carry on the, the legacy for Chadwick there. Um, and just, just really a bang up job by by everybody. Uh, of course, uh, Everett Ross made his uh, his his reappearance. Uh, it's always fun having him in there. Um, and then, uh, kind of a, and not really. I mean, I, I wouldn't really say a bombshell, but it was. I mean, that was a surprise to me. Uh, Phase four has been teasing. Uh, I don't even know her name. It's like I just know the shortened version. <laughs> it's Val. It's uh, uh, Julia Lewis uh, Dreyfus. Uh, you know from from Seinfeld and Veep, and you know just uh, a, a great actress. She's been showing up in Phase four stuff, kind of just in the in the background, pulling the strings. Um, so a little bit of a reveal there that uh, her and Everett Ross were uh, married at one point, and that she is now the director of the FBI. I don't know if they ever clarified that or if I wasn't paying attention I do not know um, so that's cool it's cool that she's kind of been in the background of phase four like she recruited Yelena at the end of Black Panther uh, Black Panther uh, Black Widow uh, she uh, recruited US agent in Falcon and the Winter Soldier 
Um, I feel like she was in one other thing. Was she in another thing? I can't remember, dude. There's been so many shows, dude, and movies in this Phase 4, and I just gotta say, I know some people have been like, Phase 4 is not my thing, dude. Like, oh, the MCU ended after Endgame, dude. Like, dude, really? Really, my guy? Like, all of the dumb stuff that is in the comic books, you're telling me you can't handle all of this stuff, bro? That's what you're saying to me? I do a lot more voices at the end of the day. I don't know if you picked up on that. Um, if you're a new listener, uh, that is a thing that happens uh, when I do two-part episodes, which is probably going to be my format going forward. Um, I like doing the ride in, and I like doing the ride out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. I really lost what I'm talking about. Sorry about that little uh, noise there. I don't know why. It, it just, maybe it's just because the connection in my phone. But whenever I go over railroad tracks, it sounds a little warbly. Um, anyways, yeah, so, uh, let's see, is there anything else I want to talk about with Black Panther? Uh, like I said, like, these are not, like, full-blown reviews, and, you know, I, I just, this is just me just talking about the thing that I like, you know? I liked it. Um, oh, 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 I forgot the biggest one, and I remember talking to somebody. I want to say it was one of my coworkers, and I want to say I hope that they do this thing. And then, in the movie, they did that thing. And I was like, heck yeah, bro. So, uh, Endgame and Infinity War. Uh, Infinity War, a good portion of that takes place in Wakanda. And uh, Nakia is notably absent. Um, you know, which can be as easy as like, hey, we didn't have room for like one more character in the movie. Um, and then same thing with Endgame. She's also not there. She doesn't show back up with uh, Black Panther through the portals at the end. Um, and um, she's just not there. So it's kind of just like a, like, where's Nakia? Well, they answer it in the movie, y'all. She's in Haiti teaching children's. But she's actually in Haiti for another reason. Her and T'Challa got it on. And they have a kid. And he's a little boy. And his name is T'Challa too. Not T'Challa number two. Like his name is T'Challa as well. I know that could be confusing. I don't know if he's a junior. T'Challa the second I think is what he is. Um, I'm still not 100% sure how I feel about that. Uh, so it's like kind of like having your cake and eating it too. It's like, yes, Chadwick has passed on and that T'Challa is dead. But we've got a new T'Challa over here. Um, you just waited for him to sprout up a little bit. Uh, but it is cool. It is cool. Uh, like I said, that's something that I was like, I hope that they kind of do this. Uh, because it would then allow uh, the kind of mantle of Black Panther to kind of, you know, uh, be passed down to this younger T'Challa and for him to become Black Panther like his father, uh, which would be really cool. You know, I'm a big fan of father and son stuff. Um, that's why Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is one of my favorite, uh, just because it's so gosh dang good and it makes me cry every single time. Um, oh, which, oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I was super glad to see Nakia come back. She had a pretty big role in this. Uh, she does some cool stuff. And uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think is how you pronounce her name. Guys, if I'm pronouncing these names wrong, please forgive me. I'm doing my best, okay? 
anyways, um, she, uh, of course, like, she's a great actress in, like, a lot of things, um, but, yeah, she brings that, she brings that A-game to the Marvel stuff, too, and that's what I love, man, I love when they get these big-name actors, and they're like, you know what, it is a comic book movie, but I'm gonna bring my A-game, like, I know everybody, uh, is not super happy with the portrayal of Gore the God Butcher in Thor Love and Thunder, but you, 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 you gotta, you gotta say that your boy's been ha he was having fun with the role, man. Um, you know, he just Christian Bale, just like he just like, you know what? This is, I, he's done, he's done, he's done the serious comic book movie. You know, he's done uh, uh, the the Dark Knight, dude. Like he has done the most serious Dark Knights. You know, like comic book movies like that are like still some of the best to this day. Um, so for him to come in and play Gore the God Butcher, and he doesn't ham it up, but like he just, you know, he he, he comes at it with all of that Christian Baleness, you know? And uh, I just love that. I love when these uh, these big name actors get into a movie and uh, they give it their all, you know? And uh, they they really they really go out and they, they, they do they do's a good job, you know? Okay. Um, so to contrast that, right? same time, like, I think it came out the week before Black Panther, uh, but Black Adam, all right, another, uh, movie, superhuman, uh, comic book movie that starts with, uh, the word black, Black Adam, uh, he, uh, The Rock, listen, I like The Rock, and I like Dwayne Johnson, I like them both, I like when they're The Rock, and I like when they're Dwayne Johnson, um, but you pretty much know that when you go to a uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie, you kind of know what you're going to get. And I think that is um, one of the faults of Black Adam. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to preface this and say it. I have not seen the movie. I have heard good things. I don't think it's a bad movie. But I have also not heard anything contrary to what I'm about to say. And that is... It's a huge action spectacle Dwayne Johnson movie, it, which is great. Those are fun, um, but it's also like cool. We've 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 seen that, <laughs> we've seen that many times, you know. Um, and of course, you know, like I think a part of it too was the marketing, which you know Dwayne Johnson himself was a big part of, and you know this was supposed to change the DC. EU, this was the power hierarchy is definitely fixing the change. I'm a good guy that does bad things. Kind of, it's just, you know, um, and then it, it like I said, like I, I've heard that it's a good movie. It's enjoyable. It was fun. All the things you want from a movie, but like it wasn't really like groundbreaking in any way. And like really, like at this point, the DC EU like needed a touchdown and what they got was just didn't feel like a touchdown um, and I think that was the general vibe that I picked up from that movie um, and I think I think Dwayne Johnson's a pretty good actor he's really funny and I think he does better in comedic roles versus the serious roles because I feel like when he's doing the serious roles, like, he's almost too serious. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but, like, 
I feel like some of his best stuff was uh, like The Rundown and um, what's the other one? Walking Tall, like those early movies that he did when he was still like under the rock, you know, and um, he, uh, you know, he just didn't, he didn't take himself as seriously. And I, I just feel like once he started taking himself seriously, like you think about the Doom movie, took himself super serious in there. Not that great of a movie. I love it, but I'm a big Doom fan. But, um, yeah, and I, that's that's my thing. Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji. He's hilarious in that. He's great, you know? I think he does better when there is a comedic tone. Um, and just from all of the marketing and kind of the, just the consensus of, of Black Adam, it just seems like he went kind of for the, the run-of-the-mill uh, action Dwayne Johnson movie. Which, again, fine. People love those. People love Fast and Furious movies. Like, it's... Yeah, I'm not I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I think that's where it kind of faltered a little bit. Um, so, and then you contrast that with, like, with Black Panther. Now, granted, like, this is the thing, too. It's like, Black Panther was the anticipation... Like, highly anticipated sequel to the original. And it was also... Like, how are they going to carry on the legacy of Chadwick Boseman? How are they going to deal with the death? This is ending up the fourth phase in Marvel, right? It had all of these things that it was building on, where Black Adam just had the fact that it was going to change the DCEU, which now is known as the DCU, I think it is, uh, because, uh, as I mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy earlier, uh, James Gunn is now one of the, uh, he is the, one of the co-directors, or co-executive producers, he's one of the Kevin Feige's for DC now, right, so him and, uh, executive producer Peter Safran, Safran, Safran? something um they are now uh basically in that role that uh kevin feige does for marvel it's going to basically kind of unifying some of the dc stuff which is what they've been needing to do for so long uh they either needed to unify everything or decide hey we're just going to make individual movies and not connect things like which yeah, that, like, I don't think this is news to anybody. This is what you should have been doing all the time. Um, of course, DC's been going through huge changes. Uh, bought out by DC, uh, not DC, uh, Discovery. So Discovery's been just going through and just cleaning house. Um, poor uh, the Batgirl movie, which some people were excited for, is just completely not even getting released. Um, not going to streaming, not doing anything. Um, so that's a real bummer for everybody that worked on that movie. Uh, it was going to be one of uh, Brendan Fraser's uh, return to the big screen, too. He was playing a bad guy in there. Uh, he's having a big uh, renaissance, which is just great because uh, everybody loves Brendan Fraser. Seems like a real, real nice dude. Um, so... Yeah, but I think DC is in good hands with James Gunn. Uh, the The Suicide Squad is, I think, one of the strongest movies in recent DC years. Um, it's uh, definitely my favorite. Um, 
as I've mentioned, a big James Gunn fan. Um, that's one of the ideas that I have for uh, an, an episode kind of coming up, uh, just talking about him and, and Zack Snyder kind of just as like kind of influence um, on my writing and my creativity, um, just kind of like these movies that I've grown up with and um, learned from, uh, from, you know, my childhood to teenage years to adulthood um, and just have those two directors that kind of always keep coming back to their stuff um, and just how they've kind of influenced me so that's an episode coming up um, and then the other episode that I have planned right now is something that's been probably uh, taking away too much time from me actually doing creativity things uh, but that new Call of Duty dropped y'all <laughs> that Modern Warfare 2 and um, I I have not played a uh, uh, Call of Duty full game since I want to say the last one that I got was Black Ops 3 but that was back when I had a 360 and I think for some reason the 360 version only had like the multiplayer and the co-op and zombies on it it didn't even have the campaign which was like I like the campaigns <laughs> I want to play the campaign um, so I think I think that was the last one that I played consistently other than Call of Duty Mobile which I will play every now and then um, it's always frustrating because I feel like I don't play it enough to keep it updated. So every time I get on it, it's like needs a new update. It's like I gotta completely upload the, re-upload the whole game. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I've been playing that Call of Duty too, and I don't know if uh, that's a thing that you guys are into. Um, but a lot of people are upset because it's kind of done away with all of like the the crazy movement, jumping, slide canceling stuff that. Uh, um, the games have kind of built up until this point and like went back to the basics so that you got all your like middle-aged dudes that you know work all day come home to try to get a couple games in are like doing really good where these people that play video games all day are struggling to adjust to the um, to the changes but I mean we all know that you know hey if you stay home and play video games all day you'll eventually figure it out and then you're gonna be better than us anyway so but I I have I am not good all right I will say that I am mediocre at best and um, I, I lose a lot but I've been having so much fun playing this game uh, they just released the new uh, Warzone 2.0 update this past weekend um, and I guess like the new uh, Warzone maps got like all of the old Modern Warfare 2 maps like built into it and I'm like dude that's that's cool man that's just that just it not, and I, I told somebody about it uh, I was talking to a co-worker I was like hey you play the, the new Call of Duty yet and he's like no no is any good it's like dude I, I don't, just can't put my finger on it I don't think it's just the nostalgia because like all the maps are new the guns are different the leveling up system is different 
I've just been having like the most fun playing this game. I just have the biggest smile on my face, even when I'm losing. Like I'm just having a good time. Um, so uh, yeah, that's another episode uh, talk about uh, Call of Duty and um, kind of its progression and how that has uh, tied into my storytelling. Um, so and that's kind of what I try to do here. Everything tries to kind of tie back into that. Just so there's a common theme, uh, which you know makes my podcast my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, Black Panther, um, how does that tie into my storytelling? Um, well, it's, uh, a little bit looser on this one. This one, uh, and I'm, I'm really, honestly, like, I'm still processing this movie. Like, I still will sit there and just think about it and just kind of like, huh. Yeah. You know, and, um, it's just like... It was just very heavy. And, like, I was anticipating it being heavy, right? I was anticipating dealing with these, like, themes of grief and loss. And, and uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just, it took, kind of took me by surprise a little bit about how much they were leaning into it. Um, so there's that. Um, the TikToker, uh, Straw Hat Goofy, uh, if you're on TikTok and you don't follow him, he should be your movie guy. Um, he, uh, did a video the other day talking about how his, uh, about how phase four is really about like the passing of the mantle. Um, and, um, I can't remember if it was him or if it was somebody else, but like the major theme of the phase four in the MCU is like dealing with loss and grief. Uh, you have WandaVision with, uh, her losing vision and, uh, her, uh, imaginary children, which kind of sets her on a, on a dark path. You have, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier with her, pa- uh, uh, Captain America passing on the mantle to, uh, Falcon and at first he doesn't want it. And then he realizes that he needs to take the mantle and that it's a lot bigger than just himself. Uh, it ends up becoming the new Captain America, uh, but he's, you know, he's also still kind of dealing with that loss of Steve. You know, Steve got older, and I don't think they've come out and said it, but, it I mean, it seems like he's either not around anymore or he might be dead. I don't know. Um, uh, same thing with, uh, with Bucky as the Winter Soldier. You know, he's dealing with not being the Winter Soldier anymore. Um, you know, he goes through uh, pretty much therapy with uh, the Wakandans. And they're able to to get your boy right, you know. Very powerful scene in that show. Um, I'm trying to think Loki, uh, which you know, Loki is just a fun show. I, 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 that's one of my favorites of, out of Phase Four. He, uh, it's not the Loki that you know we know from the movies. He's the one that stole the Tesseract in Endgame, and then the TVA comes after him. Um, but he's still kind of feeling with like uh, these. Uh, these emotions that are out of place and basically finding out that the whole universe is nothing what anybody thinks um and so he's dealing with that and then of course like there's a kind of a passing of a mantle from him to sylvie as a an evil loki um uh i don't know um let's see what else what other shows were there of course you know spider-man no way home we got the og Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Men coming back and uh, teaching our Spider-Boy Tom Holland how to be a Spider-Man. Um, so you get a passing of a mantle there. Of course, you know, uh, 
oh, uh, Peter Parker, the MCU, is dealing with the loss of his uh, Uncle Ben uh, in the form of Aunt May, and then, of course, losing Tony Stark, and at the very end, just pretty much losing everybody he loves. Poor Peter Parker. Oh my gosh, leave that boy alone. I give Peter a break. Okay, um, so yeah, that's just, I mean, I could go on and on, but I'm, I'm almost home, you know? Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the phase four has been a lot about the passing of the mantle and dealing with grief and loss, and I'm really excited to see where phase five goes. Uh, Hollywood, not Hollywood, excuse me, the holiday special of Guardians uh, of the Galaxy is coming up. Uh, I'm super excited for that. You know, I love me some Guardians. I love me some James Gunn. Uh, the trailer for it looks amazing. It looks funny. It looks festive. It's all the things you want out of an MCU-themed um, Christmas movie. I guess that's that's what I was, the words I was looking for. I don't know, guys. It's been a long day, all right? Leave me alone. Um, so, yeah. Hey, uh, if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter. Like I said, I ain't got no followers on there because I don't be really doing that much on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, I'm on that TikTok. I occasionally make videos that are somewhat funny. They're funny to me, and that's the important thing. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, Savannah Zombie Novel. Uh, I don't do as much on there anymore just because instagram's like it got bought out by facebook and now it sucks and you guys know how i feel about facebook i hate it i hate it every single day i check i look at my memories and then i'm like do i delete this do i delete this app no hang on to it for another day so anyways that's the end of the show um just getting home i hope you guys had fun this episode i hope it, it ended on a little bit of a more positive note there uh you know, a lot of things to be sad about in this world, but there's a lot of things to be happy about, too. So, uh, you guys have fun. I'll see you next time. I'm not sure when I'm posting the next episode, so you follow and subscribe and do all those things, okay? Like, add me to your favorites so you know when I'm dropping a new episode. That'll be fun. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. This is Josh Vasquez, and I'm out. <laughs>